You're listening to Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. Thank you so much for joining us and uh, this is Life Happens on SAFM. Now at this point what we do is we have the health feature every Monday and I'm joined by Dr. Aisha Omar who's a dermatologist because we're speaking about eczema. Doc, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you Pamelo. Thank you for having me. Can, can you help us define eczema please? So eczema um, is defined by red, scaly skin, dry skin that um, we can, one can get small bumps or blisters, and it's extremely itchy, causing a tremendous discomfort to the patient. Okay, so then maybe one wants to know what's the difference between that and what would be like a rash, for instance? So um, basically, uh, eczema is unique in the sense that um, the commonest, firstly, let me just mention, the commonest type of eczema is atopic eczema, okay. meaning atopic refers to allergic tendencies. Ah. People with atopic eczema may have hay fever or asthma. So that would give you a big clue as to why you're having this kind of a rash. Um, most people develop it before the age of five. And approximately about almost half of these patients can go on to have these symptoms till they are adults. So then is, if, if the allergy is the issue, what then would be the proper way of, of treating it? Would it be on the skin or perhaps dealing with the allergy internally? So let's talk a little bit about the... Firstly, I just want to mention that it's not a contagious condition. Okay. Very important. Yeah. And let's talk a bit about the cause of eczema. Okay, so um, basically the cause of atopic eczema is not known. But remember, it is a disruption in the barrier of the skin. So what is the barrier of the skin? The barrier helps to maintain the moisture in the skin and protect the skin from germs and allergens. Once this barrier has been disrupted, um, patients are then prone to developing um, uh, basically secondary bacterial infections, and dry, itchy skin. It's an itch-scratch cycle. It's a vicious cycle that these patients present with. Hmm. And, and so because we don't know what causes it, then what then becomes of so, the treatment? Yes, so we don't know the exact cause. However, there are environmental triggers like smoke, pollution, etc., as well as food triggers like nuts, dairy, eggs, dried fruits, preservatives, and so on. So um, it's really a, a bioprocess of elimination. However, um, if the patient persists with these kind of symptoms, one can, uh, apart from avoiding certain dietary things, can also offer them specific allergy testing, like a skin prick test or a blood test. So, so I've heard that it's not advisable to take a child for allergy testing. It's too early. What's your theory on that? Look, no specific allergy test is going to give a concrete answer. It may just give some indication. I advise patients, because these kind of tests are also costly, I advise patients or parents to keep a diary, a food diary and so on, and by a process of elimination to avoid whatever they think is triggering the, uh, the condition. Remember, um, these kind of things will resolve with time to come. Patients grow out of it. And the eczema itself is not persistent. It comes and it goes. It comes on by triggers and then it resolves. So the main thing is to educate the mom or dad or the patient about how to manage the eczema, focusing on healing and repairing the dried or damaged skin. 
to alleviate that dry, itchy, itchy symptoms, which, we, which can prevent the patient from scratching and causing further infection into the skin. Okay, so you've just spoken about the, the cost effect, and, and, and sometimes one can really go out of their mind with the kind of the costs of, of whether it is cosmetic products and so on, which are said to be dealing with eczema. But let's just speak about what people can do for themselves when you look at, for instance, the um, laundry detergents, for instance. Yes. What can so the, people look out for just to minimize the effects yes, of so those look, on, on children? Before even the laundry detergent, the main thing is to use very, uh, very good emollients or moisturizers. That's the basics, is to keep moisturizing daily and after the bath, look for products that are preservative-free, sodium laurel sulfate, SLS3. They are widely available and inexpensive to use on children. Rather than using something like aqueous, which draws the water out of the skin, rather look at good emollients to lock the moisture and repair the barrier of the skin. Also important, yes, you mentioned mild soaps. Avoid fabric softeners that have fragrance. Anything with a fragrance will irritate and aggravate the skin further. I encourage patients to wear cotton and soft fabrics, not tight-fitting clothing. Um, Also, each individual has to be managed according to the triggers. So extreme temperatures like lots of heat may cause a lot of sweating. Uh, Very cold temperatures can also aggravate the eczema. So use a humidifier in dry or cold uh, conditions. And then basic things like telling patients, keep your fingernails short to avoid, when one scratches, to avoid secondary infection into these areas. Okay. Lovely, lovely ideas. I mean, I know we can't specifically speak about brands, but um, just other ideas around washing. Would you even at some point say to the person mustn't use an actual soap? Is is that where you would go? No, there are certain soaps one can use, but um, in, in essence, the main one is is usually what we call emulsifying ointment. Just basically, it's thick and greasy. Patients should apply that on before they bath and use it as a soap to rinse off during the shower. Ah. It's advisable to shower rather than bath. Um, And also, not very hot, long showers, something short and quick as well. All right. And and in terms of, you said fabrics, rather cotton, um, and would you... Avoid synthetic fabrics, avoid very tight-fitting clothing. Yeah. Well, okay, we're going to put that list up. Thank you so much because we've got the list in front of us. Thank you so much for talking to us. That's Dr. Aisha Omar, dermatologist there, as we're speaking about eczema and some of the things that you should be looking out for. She said one of the things you should be looking out for is SLF-free products. Try and look for that when you look for your labeling, when you buy, uh, whether it is a bath, soap, or whatever the case may be, or, or, or lotion. That should be able to help. And try and avoid fragrance uh, t- uh, dermatological stuff. So that and also things that are your fabric softeners and stuff, try and go for fragrance-free as much as possible. Uh, some of the things that you can do as well if you are suffering from eczema is to just check your diet and keep a diary in. And see what it is that triggers the actual the actual reaction there. So those are some of the tips, but we'll put them up on our social media platforms.